Hey, Bobo, we back. It's part two to She's the Daddy and I'm the Issues. And let me just say, you be looking fine today, okay? Not just a snack, but the whole damn meal. Yep, I said it. You the whole meal today, all right? So here's the thing. We're having a bit of podcaster's block today, but it's fine. If you're a returning OG, hey, what's up? You probably expect this out of me. If you're new here, I promise this isn't a reoccurring thing, even though it's only episode 5, but hey, welcome to Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. My name is Quinlan Bryan, and I am your CEO, founding father, birth giver, main, I am the host. I'm really glad that you're here. No matter if this is episode 1 for you or if this is episode 5 for you, I'm really glad that you're here, and I love you. Today's episode, it's emotional. And if you go to the gym, I don't care if you bodybuild, I don't care if you powerlift, I don't care if you crossfit, I don't care. If you pick up weights, okay, you you use weights to improve your strength in whatever way. You need to hear this episode today, okay? We're going to relight that flame. Maybe it's been a while for you. You haven't been to the gym in a couple weeks and you don't have the motivation to go. You're going to after this going to light a spark in you. If you've never been, but you've been thinking about doing one of those things, starting one of those things, obviously I'm going to tell you go power lift. But if, if the thought of going to the gym is new for you and it's terrifying or whatever, this episode, it's going to light that flame. Okay. It's going to spark it. It's going to start it and you're going to want to go. And I promise you, it's going to be the best decision that you've ever made because it was for me. The woman Today, this is part two, okay? Liz goes into a very emotional conversation um, about strength training and what it can do for you and things that she's seen from people. And I cried multiple times during the interview. I cried multiple times editing it, editing it. And I don't cry. I don't. But I know this woman and I know that she meant every word that she said with passion and love. And I need you guys to hear it, okay? This is what you needed. You didn't know that you needed it, but you needed this episode. Even if you haven't listened to the last four, you need this one. I'm excited. Guys, I'm gonna shut up and quit rambling. Without further ado, here is part two of She's the Daddy and I'm the Issues. There's this level of trust that goes into opening up to somebody about that. I did a human thing and I've really fallen off track and like to even have that conversation and to be that vulnerable, I was not nervous to have that conversation with Liz at all. It was just like calling my best friend like, hey, this is what's up. Like, this is what. So I feel like when you're looking into a coach, whether it's nutrition or powerlifting, you you need to dig deeper than just. I mean, all of our athletes are fantastic and they're all doing fantastic and they all have these amazing, beautiful (laughs) stories. But even if it's not Fortress, when you go to look at a coach, you need to look at not just the surface level of their Instagram page. Is that somebody that you're going to be able to go to and be like, hey, life has happened, but I need help. Like, I need you to help me get back on the right track. And so when you're when you're you have to have that you have to be able to be vulnerable with your coach and you have to feel safe with your coach yeah which is the name fortress came from um because you know when i started this business people it was out it was in a certain situation um where people on the team that we were on at the time did not feel safe and they would come to me and they were like I just want to be there when you're there because you make me feel safe and there was that word safe 
all the time and coming from somebody who's been in a lot of very unsafe situations with people throughout my life who have taken advantage of me treated me very poorly when I put my trust in them um you know I move from that place when I when I bring people onto the team and I thought to myself like what is it that what is my core value like as a coach and you know my sphere of influence and my job is powerlifting and the sport of strength but how am I going to you know create something that's bigger than that yeah what is the foundation of what it is that I what it is that I do and who I am as a coach and it's that I want to be somebody that is safe for my lifters and I want to be somebody who protects their integrity I want to protect the integrity of this sport and its lifters and so many people end up in these really really bad coaching situations because it is a relationship you're in a relationship and when anybody starts with me I have a phone conversation with them and I and I lay these things out very clearly with them like we are entering into a relationship with each other we are both bringing something to the table and I want to tell you right now that you're safe with me I am going to take care of you I am going to deliver the product I'm going to deliver the service and beyond that like you I am recognizing and respecting you as a human and everything else that makes up who you are and I'm going to protect that and you and I need you to know that I'm human too I am I am where I am right now I this shit was not handed nothing in my life has been handed to me on a silver platter nothing I have had to work hard for it I have had to the Liz that is sitting right here right now is not naturally this Liz like I had to create her through so much adversity that is and so, so when good. somebody comes to me and feels like you know ashamed or scared or nervous like I want to put out that fire and put out that fear as fast as possible because not only like am I okay with you and your struggles but I can relate to them yeah nine times out of ten usually 10 times out of 10, I can relate to what you're going through. I've been through it myself and I am here to help teach you not just how to lift, but how to like become a person that loves yourself and can get through these hard things. And I'm going to help you get through them and learn more about yourself through lifting. And I, and it is my life's goal and mission to um be that for people and i'm not people's savior and i'm not i am just there to walk with them yes i lead but more than leading i walk with yeah and i come alongside people in whatever situation they're in and we use powerlifting to you know create a a path for us to walk along and learn about ourselves and that's what powerlifting does for us like you go and you you get under a bar or you have to you know walk up to a scary situation and the conversations that you have to have with yourself right to be able to pull that off it changes you at a cellular level Absolutely. and then what happens you fail a lift or you miss a lift and you sit down and you cry and you're and you're 
disappointed like what what is the root of that why do you feel that way why is your about like why is your self-worth wrapped up in this moment and being able to dig deeper into why you know you're affected and learn more about yourself and and be able to talk about those things and I, and those things are important to me and that is why i think that um my lifters transform the way that they do because it's bigger than just what's on the barbell so let's it as like let, allow me to be exhibit a i very good ex- exhibit uh, before i um met liz like i said i was quote unquote powerlifting um and i was never as ballsy as I am now, I was never as outspoken as I am now. I was never you got like. Balls now. Do what? I said you got some big old motherfucking balls now. <laughs> I still have a video it's, of you so being perfect. like, "Listen to me, you have some big, hairy balls." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was very stuck in this like I keep calling it this, and people are getting offended, but whatever. This like small town mindset that like this town was all I was ever meant to do and that's not the case and I and I said this in the first episode but I will never ever forget the night that Liz sat me down and was like listen to me you are so much more than what you're you're showing that you are and she stuck her finger right in the center of my chest and was like we gotta get this out we gotta get this out there's so much more in here quit quit stifling it and so I rode up to Milwaukee as one person and I came back somebody totally different I forever say that the old me died in Milwaukee because I came back and I'm like and she's right like I am so much bigger than I've allowed myself to be and so now I find myself in this place of like I want every woman to feel as powerful as possible Because I know what that's like to feel like that you just have to sit there and be quiet and mind your P's and Q's. No, you fucking don't. No, you fucking don't. Stand the fuck up, stick your chest out, and own the space that you deserve. Because I did it, and granted, I'm... creating that culture here. I'm, I'm I'm still very young. I understand that. But the whole, the whole beginning of my life was just like, okay, just be this, this perfect little angel that like doesn't do, and don't get me wrong, I was a rebel child in high school, but I, I was never what I am now. I do not care. When I go into the gym, I can't ever tell you who's there unless they personally speak to me. I don't care who's there. I don't care what they're doing. I go in and I'm there for me and I'm having a good time. And sometimes I guess I pretend that I'm a fucking airplane. If you watched my story from today, um, (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I, why did I not just walk around the rack? Like, why did I have to go underneath it? I don't know. But anyways, like, I, Liz showed me that it was okay to be loud and it was okay to take up space. And the thought that I had of, wait, that's too much. There's never too much. You can't ever have too much of me. You can't ever have too much of Liz. You can't ever have too much of Jack or Sam or April or Madeline or any of them. Megzy, the other Megan, like, None of, there's none of us that you can have too much of because we no, are, we're I just, can't. we're who we are. And I it, want more. I want more. And, and if I'm you don't like it, like, okay, help. then we're not for you. And I don't even know why you're listening to this podcast at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's the most freeing feeling in the entire world to just, this is who I am. And I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Cause I don't. I truthfully no. don't care. You are either going to love me or you're not. And if you don't, that's okay. I'm not for you. That's fine. But 
I love exactly who I am. The outspoken Quinlan with the big old set of balls. (laughs) I love my big balls. You know, I think one of my, you know, one of my gifts is that I see people. I see them. Yeah. Someone will come into my presence and I'll look at them and I feel like I see somebody that they don't even see. A hundred percent. It's. It is, it's exciting for me to help teach that person. And it's not, I'm not teaching them who they are because I don't even really know. Right. Right. But helping them discover that and being, you know, placing, creating a culture and having a team where we, we help each other discover that about ourselves and we're, and we're free to be who we are and we can be open and we can be loud and we can be silly and we can be all of these things. And be unique in our own ways and just having people that love that and fan that. And like, how can we get this flame bigger? How can we get it bigger? How bright can we burn? I want to burn everything down around us. Yeah. I say that all the time. Like when I'm going somewhere, I'm like, well, I'm going to burn this place down. It's so hot. Yeah. (laughs) No, but seriously, like we, there's, and to me, this is what, I personally see that sets, and I want you to have your own um, place in this too, but what sets Fortress apart from every everybody else is that we feel that the flame can't get big and bright enough. Right. And for us, it's how do we make it brighter? How many times do we send you messages about, hey, we should we should bring this person on? Or I met someone yeah. today and I think, I think that they would be great. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, which is why, um, spoiler alert, we are expanding the fortress in a yeah. very special way to be able to take more athletes on. We will be announcing that, um, you know, probably next month or so. Uh, and it's really exciting and people are going to freak out. I, I can't, oh, I can't I'm wait. making a lot of business moves right now. I'm making a lot of business moves. So, um... And, and we do, we want to grow it. You know, it's, it's so funny because I don't see myself as someone who's a big deal, right? I guess I'm not, I'm just Liz, I'm a mess. And I don't try to pretend that I'm not, okay? I do not try to pretend that I'm not, but what I do have is passion. And I have something in me that is capable of, I, I want to create these tangible things um, that exist from this this place inside of me that has this passion and that has these core values and 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 whatnot and now I have this team of people that are you know manifesting that and 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 I sit down like I'll be in these I'll be in these moments like at the indie meet we're all out eating hibachi and I'm sitting there and I was really quiet that night Everybody else was, like, being loud and laughing, and I was really quiet that night. And part of the reason why that I was quiet was because I was super emotional because I was looking around at all these relationships that have been forged and these people that are happy and, and loving on each other. And, and it's where there are, like, 20 people there or something. And I'm like, this is, this is Fortress Manifested. This is my dream. This yeah. is my dream. And, you know, I, you know, I had somebody ask me a couple years ago, like, why are you Fortress Athletics? Like, why are you not Liz Strain coaching or whatever? And um, because that's what people want. Like, pe- you know, you're a remote coach and, um, you know, people are signing up with you. Like, what makes it Fortress Athletics? You know, when I started this business, I had this vision of 
community is so important to me. And when I was a military wife and moving every two years and, you know, always having to change locations, um, I needed community to be able to get rooted. And that is the biggest piece of Fortress for me. And when I became a remote coach, because Fortress started actually with a group of athletes in Kansas. And all of a sudden, now I started this business and then literally like a a month later, I moved away. And I'm like, how do I keep this, you know, team culture and this community? And I have been able to do that because I operate from that space and I try and connect people. And, you know, three years later, since Fortress was started, I have these moments where I look around and I'm like, I don't want to say I did it. We did it. Yeah. Like, it's real. It's everything that I wanted it to be. And it's going to be so much more. And I, we are Fortress Athletics. Like, we are a team. I wanted that team aspect. You know, it's an individual sport. But I wanted people to, like, I wanted us to be a team. And how do we get people from that are all over the United States to be a team? You know, we've connected everyone through Instagram or, or whatever. Yeah. And now <laughs> got all these best friends. and All of my um, best friends are online. <laughs> And it's been great because it takes a lot of pressure off of me, too, because now y'all have each other. Right. has each other. And y'all can go ask each other questions. Y'all can lean on each other. And I'm not, like, don't feel so responsible for everyone all the time because I know y'all have each other. Yeah. And and I, I always say this, but, like, I don't – I feel like I'm on the team and I play another role. Um, yes, it's my business. Yes, whatever. But I'm – I love – to look around me and see these people and my athletes like take on these responsibilities or contribute in certain ways and actually become like you know a a part of what we're building and to have that kind of trust and and you can't you can't you know a lot of people have told me Liz like you're too trusting and I am (laughs) um because I really believe in but I know that, like, I can't just expect somebody to be a good person. Yeah. Like, I have to lead in that way, you know, and, and lead with integrity and have character. And the people that don't have it, and that's not in them, they don't last. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The thing or whatever. But it's it's more than that. And, you know, we've got, I've got this team full of people that I trust, that I know would get in a foxhole for me, that I know would die for me. It's not I would just die for them, they would die for me. Absolutely. Die for each other. And we have created that. And I trust you guys with my life. You guys have, um, you know, we talk about building this empire and people say that to me and I I laugh because I'm like, what? But y'all are the reason it's becoming an empire because y'all jump in there and you're like, you're, you're on this mission with me. Yeah. And, um, you're, everybody's playing a part and like, how can I help? How can I be a part? What can I do to help, you know, continue to bring this to fruition? Very synergistic. And I exist and I'm doing well and this business is booming and it's because of you guys. And yeah, I write the programs and coach your lists and all that stuff. But we are great because of my athletes. You are what makes Fortress great. And I'm all about it because I don't want it to be about Liz. I don't want it to be Liz Strain coaching. I'm not the coolest kid around here. (laughs) 
not cool at all. And like, like I, this is making me so emotional, like this whole thing, because I just, I look back at who I was a year ago and I remember thinking like I wanted to be someone else. I didn't feel like I was living for what my purpose was, but I was like, how do I even find that? And there's a part of me that wants to go back and, like, hug the old me and be like, you have no idea what you're about to do. Yeah. You have no yeah. idea about the people that so, you're about to meet. It's so exciting for me, too. And now I'm going to cry. I'm over here because like, I've got tears streaming down my face. Like <laughs> We cry a lot to find Miss Quinn, my little mini, <laughs> and to see her and to pull her out and to fan her flame, and to be a part of this journey, like, I can't even believe that I get to, because you're so special, Ugh. and you're going to on this, you are be, you are becoming this incredible woman, and now, like, you have this podcast that I'm on, and I'm, like, I'm so proud of you, you're, you're an astounding person, you're smart, you have, you're creative, you're artistic, you're fucking hilarious (laughs) um and watching these people just become like these powerful women and i get to be a part of that are you kidding me men too these men become incredible men like i cannot believe that i get to be a part of that i cannot believe that i get to wake up every day and be doing this this is my life are you kidding me (laughs) um it's everything. This and this you know I'm team. in this position in my business right now where four years ago I need to tell you this story. Okay. Four years ago, dry your dry your eyes. I am. I'm trying so hard. Um, I'm bawling like a little baby ago, right now. I you know this is what ten years into me being you know working my ass off and and being in love with fitness and improving myself and and I'm in a minivan um, at the time with like my four kids and super poor military wife at the time and I pull it over to this gas station ran out of gas and I'm standing at this gas pump and I have no money and I'm driving to this job that I hate with these kids <laughs> and I'm and I had to call my hu- who was my husband at the time like and ask him to give me twenty dollars so that I could fill up my tank and get to a job like what and I that was such a pivotal moment for me because I decided right there I said I am this incredible woman like I am capable of so much and I am going to find a way to to build something because I didn't have it I mean I had like been out of the workforce or whatever for I mean I was you know personal training and stuff but you can't make money as a personal trainer at a gym. You can't because they charge 65 and take 60. Yeah. Anyway. Never done that. Um, yeah. I, it was at that moment, like, what is it that you love to do? And what, how can you, how can you make what you love become something that can sustain you and give you freedom? Because I was so trapped. I was so trapped. And to have this, knowing that I was this incredible woman with so much talent and so much ability to be so stifled, I I couldn't take it anymore. And I decided in that moment, like, I'm going to create the life that I want. I'm going to create it. And I don't know what that's going to look like, but it's about to start happening. And I, and I, I look at you now, though, basically the fact that what's the big worst thing that could happen when you pursue your dreams? What's right. the worst thing that could happen? You die. 
well, we're all going to die one day anyway, right? right? So that's already going to happen. I was like, would I rather like live in a cardboard box and like have freedom and like freedom to be real and to be honest and to be Liz on, you know, unapologetically Liz and everything that she's good at and everything that she wants to do and believes in. Like, I would rather live in a cardboard box and be her and like take a shot at pursuing my dreams than be, you know, have the white picket fence life with the security and, you know, the health insurance and the, you know, what, whatever. And I decided in that moment that I was going to change my life. And here I am four years later, you know, my business started a year later. And it, when you chase after what it is that you love, if you can decide what that is and figure out what that is, if you chase after it and you do that with integrity and you, and you move with conviction, I am telling you that everything will unfold and it will unfold beautifully. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. I cannot tell you how many hard things I've been through in the last three years, what I've been through to, to get to this point, how many scary fucking things I've had to do, yeah. how I'm still doing scary things. I'm learning to be, you know, I'm, I, I don't know if you want to call it single or whatever now, but um, I'm like you're separated. In, you're you're I'm something, um, and I'm I'm still doing a lot of scary things that I'm having to learn. But I am so fearlessly leaning into it, aggressively leaning into it, because I'm driven from this place of like when you when you know what it's like to be to be stifled and to be caged and to be suppressed. And to be belittled and to be, you know, made small and insignificant. And then you have the opportunity to be free from that. Yeah. Nothing is scary. Nothing is too scary. It's scary, but nothing is too scary. And um, nothing good comes from staying comfortable. No, no. The last. The life, and I'm not good at being comfortable. <laughs> no, the last, the last year of my life has been beautifully terrifying. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. So, like, which I'm very, 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 very private and personal about my private and personal life. But I was, Me like, I well. still... Do what? <laughs> Me as well. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, like, they're, like, my personal life... Like, people on the internet only see what I want them to because I have a really, really beautiful thing going on like my my private life is very very beautiful and wonderful and when people start to get into that it starts to get messy like I read a quote yeah. the other day that was like why post it on social media for the world to see because the world ruins beautiful things and but like then I go off and I start I still remember the first time I ever posted a cuss word on my Instagram page and it was terrifying for me because it was like oh no yeah I used to be that no fucking ruins a beautiful thing unless you allow them to that's true yeah and and that's and we have created a place where you can be who you want to be and who that person is is incredible um and the only requirement that we have is don't be a piece of shit yeah you know and and pieces of shit don't stick around long anyway <laughs> they don't like uh, our energy <laughs> what our energy and disturbs them if you're not here to support and to, um, you know, there's bad eggs come along or, or whatever, but when there's so much goodness and there's so much, we've 
created this really, really beautiful, good, safe place. The the and, fortress has and as loving as we are and as accepting as we are, there's certain non negotiables in in the fortress and there's certain things that we won't tolerate and uh, I'm a repellent to that stuff. Yeah. I'm a rep- like yeah. So like you can't even get close to me if you're not if you're not a decent Well, and here's, human. here's the thing. So I've, I fully... Field, like, magnetic field around me. Like, you'll well, bounce all And so I fully I, believe in, like... Docked, too. It, and I fully believe in, like, energy and intuition and people feeling those kinds of things. And I think when someone has an energy that isn't... Um, how do I want to word this? Not that isn't pure, but that has like non-pure intentions. When they're a bad energy and they start to get around all of this good energy, it freaks them out and they, they, they melt in our fire. They can't, exactly. They melt in the fire. We have this fire of beautiful, wonderful energy and we're here and we're loving. And when this fake, not real bad energy starts to come in, they melt. We melt them. You know, what What I've found, especially in the past year, I would say the past year has been the biggest time of growth in the team sense um, and where I'm connecting athletes to each other and y'all are developing relationships. There is the leveling up that y'all do. Oh, my gosh. And it's not competition. No. It's leveling up. You level up to each other. We're constantly holding the standard and, like, rising up to it and helping each other rise up to it. And that's what I love about our team. I, is and me and Jack were talking about this. My athletes gotten better. I mean, they're better athletes. They're doing things that they would normally not do because they've got this support system of yeah. people, and they're sharing it with them, and people are cheering them on. And when they're like, "Hey, I'm going to go do this big deadlift set today," and they're terrified of it, but then they open up about that, and they've got these people that are like you can do this and pour their belief into them. It's, yeah. It makes a difference. They go and they fucking kill it and they're training. Me and it Jack were talking about how people in your life that support you. Yeah. How, so like there's never, we're this, like you said, you were, there are men, but we're mostly women. So I have never personally ever in my life seen this big of a group of women not be competitive with each other ever. Yeah. But there's not, there is no competition between any of us. It is all about like, I want every single athlete, and I know I have not met every single one of them. I've not even come close to it. But even the ones that I just have relationships with online, I want to see her reach level infinity. And if that means screaming at her from the other side of the phone, then that means screaming at her from the other side of the phone until I can get to do it for her in real life. But I have never felt any kind of icky energy come from anyone yeah, no. On our team. <laughs> we all want each other to be the best versions of ourselves, And it is you know what's exciting for me is, like, to lead these people to be people that I am now looking up to. Like, to be a part of that, to help people become so shamelessly themselves and, and the biggest version of themselves possible that yeah. now I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you are everything. I yeah. worship you. So, so when I had my belt custom made, I was like, something Fortress has to be in this. Like, it's, I started thinking about, like, the team, and I'm like, okay, so, like, Liz's main logo is the shield, 
And I have that engraved on the inside of my belt very particularly because the fortress is such a big part of my life. And so when I start to, like if I'm in the gym and I'm having a bad training session or a bad week or whatever, the second I pick my belt up and I see the shield, it reminds me of everything that we've talked about in the last yeah. um, two hours and nine minutes. I hope you got good editing skills. Here's the thing. I was just I was just thinking about this. This is not only going to be a two-part, but I'll probably release like a mini episode on like a Wednesday or something. <laughs> It'll be fine. I need all the content I can get, okay? Because I'm panicking yeah. because the week after this, like I don't have a guest lined up for this. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Oh, come that I can uh, recommend to you. Um, but, you know, I, it's it's interesting because here I am. I'm a powerlifting coach, right? And we spent, what, two hours talking about love, peace, and happiness. But Love, like, laugh, love. <laughs> we're, we've been living, <laughs> laughing, and loving. We have been <laughs> living. The fortress is going to die when they hear that. <laughs> They're going to be like, those uh, stupid bitches. Yeah. And, and, okay, speaking of live, laugh, love, like, the, the reason why that's such a funny thing, actually, Jessica Rogers, it all started with her um, sending me something, and then, so we've been making fun of it ever since, and now you'll you'll see people tag me and, like, live, laugh, love memes all the time, but, you know, it's kind of, it's that, that the principle of, like, are we just going to put all these signs around us that, like, all these fake quotes that remind us of how shitty our life is? And right. It's not, you know, or are we actually, we are those quotes. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get them in a wall, on a wall. Like we are those things. And as, and, and I want people to exist that way, you know, not, not have the hobby lobby. I have the whole my life together, but I don't, but really I'm like anxious and sad and stifled all the time to actually like live in abundance and have those things and not to have gratitude on the wall but to have it in your heart and do you know what i'm saying like we i'm want to be like i'm drowning in this we absolutely we don't want to look at it we don't want that shitty dumb cheesy shit no we have that shit, dumb cheesy shit <laughs> But, you know, so, uh, you know, I've been talking this whole time about our, why our team is so great and how we're just this big puddle of amazingness. But I do have to say this, too. We have some fucking monsters on our team. Oh, my gosh, like, yes. Uh, we have, you know, I don't take people onto the team. I, I, I only take people on who are interested in competing or are competitors and, like, that's something that they want to do. And, and part of the reason, you know, everybody says general fitness is where it's at. Well, not for me. Right. <laughs> That's not where it's at for me. I don't, like, I'll, we'll probably at some point, that is another future business goal that's coming around the corner is to have programs that I sell. Right. Where I don't have, you know, general fitness programs where people can buy them and I don't have to, like, you know, I can only coach so many people. But I, you know, people come on and I, I want them to have the goal of getting on a platform if they're already, not already a platform athlete. Uh, and we have some incredible, incredibly strong people on this team like oh, we've yeah. got girls with 500 plus deadlifts you know 250 265 benches we've got you know 450 plus squats for women i mean it's it's we have monsters on this team i don't care if you're i don't care if you're you know squatting 135 benching 95 and deadlifting 200 pounds, okay? Or if you're doing 405, 250, 500, okay? Right. I don't care. On the whole entire spectrum, you have to look at the athlete and are they making progress? What is their progress? That is how strong they are. That is how strong they are getting. Yeah. Because it's not like 
this person stronger than this person? It's relative, right? Right. Like, and, and I see people that way and I take them from wherever it is that they are and I take them to wherever it is that they want to go and I'll do anything in my power to help them get there. And I think I do a real fucking good job of it. I mean, you're, but we have a pretty high success rate on the platform. You are, but you're, I mean, I say your name daily. It's, oh, well, you know, Liz, like, did this or Liz helped me get through this or Liz and to me like you're just you're such a hands-on even though you're a remote coach you're still such a hands-on coach like the okay let me just use this as an example I people like so you were talking about kind of earlier how like you know you cue the lift or not the lift and I had not been able to figure out leg drive and bench press for a year and a half and all I could like all people would tell me was like oh well push back not up well what the fuck does that mean push back not up what I don't I'm pushing how do I know if it's back or up and and Liz in a fucking airport bathroom. It might have even been an airplane bathroom. Probably. I'm gets, in a lot of those. Gets on and she go, like is telling me how to do this. And she goes, you know how you do quad extensions? Like that machine? And she's like, okay, the same thing, but on the ground. And oh my gosh, I can bench press all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, you're not going up, you're going north. And it was, and north, like I said, it... it <laughs> That cue may not work for everybody, but it did me. I had struggled for a year with benching, and which my bench has always, my upper body strength was. um, Oh, I can almost do five pull-ups by myself. Yeah, I tested them um, at the end of the beltless block, and I got like four and three quarters. Got it, girl. But for someone like. I don't know of too many other people who would like go to an airport or airplane. I'm, I wish I'm gonna have to like dig through our messages and, and look. Not human shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that until you just now said it. <gasps> yeah, Liz did. I, oh my gosh, I'm dying right now. I completely forgot that that. And then you had to buy those ugly flip flops. I had to go into the quintessential live, laugh, love brand, <laughs> Brighton store, airport. I'm like, y'all, uh, I just stepped in human shit in your bathroom and now I have no shoes. And I was wearing bands, which have like the little waffle, you know, thing, soles. That's the worst. And, uh, I was like, y'all gonna give me some new shoes? Y'all gonna give me some money for some new shoes? Because. <laughs> You know, I'm barefoot right now. And she's like, well, there's a there's a shoe store down there. And it was, of all places, I'm telling you, like, if it can if it can be funny and go right, like, it's going to happen to me. So, of course, it's Brighton, which is, like, the glitzy Live, Laugh, Love brand. And I have to go in and buy these $50 flip-flops that have, like, you know, a, a silver bow on them. So, I'm walking around the airport and... <laughs> Live, laugh, love, flip-flops after stepping in human shit. I completely forgot that happened. it will not stop me from going into the airport bathroom and uh, teaching you how to do leg extension on a... On a bench press. On on a bench press. I am uh, the queen of on-the-spot coaching. I'll, like, be a top my children. The phone, I'm like, hold on. I gotta gotta teach somebody how to hip hinge properly. And I'll, like, grab the nearest broom or whatever. And um, my kids, man... (laughs) They're the other reason this business is going well. See that? That's the other reason why Fortress has been um, really successful is because I have a lot of great mentors, and I have. I'm never afraid to lean on someone, ask people for help or or whatever. But you know, she has been great for me because she has taught me so much about holding back. She's taught me so much about you know developing strength through 
you know, better technique and, and really focusing on those things. And, and part of the reason why I hired her as a coach is because I would go out to Generation Strength when I lived out in Washington. I would go down there and I'd hit these sets and, you know, she'd come over there and she'd be in my ear, like, cueing me. And I'm like, I am so aroused right now. <laughs> um, she's okay with me saying that. But, um, you know, so I, I took her on as a coach and it was awesome. She helped lead me to my first thousand pound total that I've been chasing. I went nine, nine and got my thousand. I got a 230 pound bench. So I just, there's so much to be learned. You know, I'm not just a coach. I, I direct meets and teach seminars and do apparel and, um, you know, businesses. When you're building a brand, there's a lot more that goes into it. Eventually, I want to have my own gym. Right. A fortress, which is going to be the sickest gym. Oh, ever. yeah. It's going to make me want to move. Well, I just, it's going to end up becoming a compound. People call us a cult, by the way. <laughs> I'm not a coach. I'm a cult leader. She's a cult leader. I sent you a song literally <laughs> called I'm Cult Leader. Um, but, yeah, so it'll just actually be a, like a compound, and everybody can quit their jobs and come and live, and we'll have it on, like, a big piece of land while this gym, and then we'll just, like, build these little houses around it, and we'll, like, sleep and eat, and then we'll just live there and exist there together. It'll be, like, um, like a religious community, except we're, like, power lifters. <laughs> I feel like we could get, like, tax tax breaks and stuff if we called it a religious community okay you're smart see this is why this is <laughs> this is why i need people because they have come up with these great ideas yes, well like the, the lawyer the little baby church. law school lawyer in me we'll is like cross, we put a cross on top of the fortress <laughs> barbells it's barbells it's, a, it's a cross out of barbells a little bit deceptive i have soaked in every second of this like We've never got to just sit just the two of us and talk like this. Like, yes, I recorded all of it. I have learned so much in the last two and a half hours. Just, like, my heart is absolutely exploding right now. And I could not be more grateful to, I mean, like, yeah, you're on the podcast. Like, but to just have you in my life and as a, like, yes, a mentor. I look up to you all the time. But someone who has, like, grabbed a hold of me and shook me and been like, hey, how about we actually wake up and do this life thing? Because what you've been doing wasn't it. It's life. It's life. Powerlifting connects us, but we're all living lives together. Okay, now just because you hear just my voice does not mean that you get to leave. There are announcements and you need to hear them, so hold your horses, okay? So, there is still 45 minutes left of me and Liz, okay? Unedited, but there's still 45 minutes left. I have some really big announcements coming for deadlifts and daddy issues, um, and it's crazy. There's beautiful, wonderful things happening for this podcast, and I can't wait to share it all with you guys, just not quite yet, but I need that content for after those announcements are made, okay? So have no fear. Liz isn't gone yet. She's not even almost done. We just have to wait a couple of weeks, okay? I know it's hard to trust people, but I need you to trust me on this one. I do want to take a second to thank Liz for the three hours that we spent on the phone together, for all of the information and the pep talks and everything that she did on this podcast. It's huge, and I'm so excited, and I'm so grateful for her. I just, I can't wait to have her back, honestly. Um, closer to when I start prepping for my next meet, I plan to have her back 
and to have her kind of talk about a meat prep and what that's like and what it's like being a coach, like coaching someone meat prep, whatever. So, and I'm sure she'll be back before that. Uh, so next week though, next week, baby, it's just you and me. It's just us. We get to spend some alone time together, some one-on-one quality time, okay? We hanging out together next week, just the two of us. I haven't picked a topic yet. Like, I have a list of them. I haven't picked which one yet, so it's going to be a surprise for both of us, but we hanging out together next week, okay? Guys, keep sharing. Keep tagging me on Instagram. Keep telling your friends. For those of you that do share, like, every single week, I have something really special lined out for you um, here in about a month or so, so keep doing it. I'm, I'm keeping track of who's sharing and things, and there are, there's a thank you, a big thank you coming, okay? So hang, hang with me. Keep sharing. Keep tagging. Keep doing what you do. You guys are amazing, okay? Like, let me just pump you up for a second. You look good. You feel good. You are good, okay? You're incredible, and next week, it's the two of us. We're hanging out. We're spending some quality time. We're doing the damn thing, okay? I love you. I love you, and I will see you next week on Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. Goodbye.